This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Welcome to our podcast. We are live. Brought to you analog style this week. Analog. Yep. If the sound quality is different, we apologize. Chris's laptop took a great big fat deuce. Yes, it did. It just shat and kept shitting and refused and to I'm stop shitting. praying it's going to get covered under warranty because I really don't want to shell out that kind of money to replace it right now. Which it won't because it's from 2012. Yeah. <laughs> there, was a lawsuit, there was a lawsuit over this one. Chris, so. Chris the angry young man, will find a way oh. to be angry and get something done. Yeah. Musical, JF Musial in the studio. Hello, everyone. Oh, shit, my, I'm not wearing headphones. My l- ear literally just started ringing. That's fucking weird. You're sick, too. I can hear it in your voice. I'm still sick from Texas. I'm sorry. Fucking Texas. I man. apologize. It's to not your fault. You're you didn't, well, well, you didn't make me sick in Texas. I wasn't going to apologize to you. I was going to apologize to viewers because your voiceover for the Japan episode is not so... Is, it's, is I, I, yeah, it sounds like dog shit. <laughs> because I shot it right after Texas, <laughs> where I got really sick. Harrison sorry. is on the mic, theoretically. Hello. Well... We'll see. If we'll see if he actually says anything or just listens to the podcast. Wait, do you, you not speak up that much? I sometimes, occasionally, here. Okay. Occasionally, uh, see right now, good, this just beat the record for all, everything that he said on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how long have you been working with Matt? I need to ask that. Question. Just over a year. Like a year. A year. Okay. Yeah. And we were, we started him on on the shitty projects that nobody wanted to edit. To yeah. See if he could do it, and he sort of he got it done. He got it done. Um, now we're trying to get him fast. Okay. You know, like the speed that you edit and that I edit and that Tom can edit is really fast. You basically just need to get drunk one night and realize, oh, this is just how I have to edit. Over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Editing at our speed is tough. And yeah. So, and especially because Harrison is not in the field with us. Editing when yeah. you're when you're there is so much easier than editing because you you're know not what's there. there, you know what's good, right. you know what you can look over. We so can right. skim footage and know where we're at. Harrison has to watch every single minute of footage. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so that's the worst for in car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's doing Rally North America. <laughs> so the first video came out. He did a really good job. But Rally North America is two, roughly ten to fifteen minute videos. It's 600 gigs. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like 36 hours worth of it's solid so footage. Much. Like, it's so much. Man, I thought, well, Apex, so Apex is just the 1080 is like four gigs or three and a half gigs, and yeah. that's a two-year project. For yeah. 600 gigs for one week. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. How many gigs? For a- four gigs? Apex, that can't be right. Apex is four gigs for the 1080, and then the, the 4K. The movie. The movie. The whole movie. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the whole okay, movie. Yeah. But the whole uh, 4K, we're about 22 gigs of footage. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, All Cars Go to Heaven 2, which is a feature-length movie, yeah. in which we overshot the shit out of it because it's not scripted, <laughs> is, I think, 740 gigs. So that's a feature-length movie versus two 10-minute <laughs> videos, which is 600 gigs. So yeah. I feel a little bad for Harrison, but... Not really, because that's it's what funny. We we do. talk about yeah. like reality shows. The idea of like all content going out now on Discovery History Channel. It's very much scripted reality. Yeah. But the end result is it's a lot more. It looks easy to produce, but it's actually much harder on the post production side. Well, I've been on the, these reality shows like as a contestant and as behind the scenes. When I did that focus rally mm-hmm. thing. Like it wasn't staged, but it was written in that there's a guy 
with a notebook. You do those little confessional things. Yeah. And there's a guy with a notebook who is just writing down all the shit that goes on throughout the day, and he asks you very targeted questions with the kinds of answers that he can use to answer other things, too. So you could be like, yeah, that was bullshit. And they would take that line and use it for something else. What Sam did was bullshit. They would change it to what Steve did was bullshit. And like, so they can literally, they just write, so all all reality shows are written in the edit. It's like a slightly less, you know, it's like a slightly less elaborate version of when you chop up somebody's several different speeches yeah, to yeah. produce one sentence yeah. that's just very damning. Oh, we do that all the time on Drive. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we, I mean, you know, on on Tuned especially, like, whenever we, we work with these, like, you know, the modified cars and, like, when you are screening a car to be on a show, you're screening the car. I have no idea what the guy looks like, mm-hmm. if he's fucking smart or not, if he has creepy eyebrows that you can't look away that from. That was very specific. Yeah. You've got an example, but don't say it on the... I'm not. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But, like, but like you know, it, you don't know what the... What the and, or with one takes. You know, I'm in the car with these people for 15 minutes. Yeah. So, and the audience, like, really judges these people. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, I'm not auditioning friends or co-hosts. Like, yeah. you're a guy with a car. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is all you need to be. Yeah, <laughs> you know? they're there yeah. to fill in the gaps of info you, you don't have. Basically. It's a yeah, and and yeah. and I like when they're knowledgeable and friendly. Like it, it adds a nice dynamic to the video. But like sometimes they're not, and yeah. sometimes when we're interviewing them, they're not for tuned. And that's when you really have to like start hacking at shit yeah. and mm-hmm. turn like four or five sentences into one sentence. I've seen a couple yeah. of your one takes where the guys were clearly in oh shit mode. I'm on camera. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people freak out. Yeah. Um, other people really talk a lot. Yeah. And if they know what they're talking about, that's great. But I get oh, I get accused of interrupting people a lot when I really that's I your know, job. I by know the way. that this guy is going to you know steer right. this conversation yeah. well into a ditch if I let him. Yeah, you know you got to <laughs> do it. It sometimes. is your job though. I As a host, <laughs> you know, hosts are supposed to find the thread and take the audience to that thread. Yeah, yeah. So you can't fault the host for doing the that. interruptions would get edited out in a produced piece. Exactly. <laughs> One day, yeah, exactly. Stay in. By the first word, never counts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why what you do, you make us, like, read the intro that you know will get cut yes. first. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, on this other gig I just did, which I won't say what it was, but it was a gig, they they named the bits really dumb things, but they ma- and they wanted us to, sa- to say the names of the bits, and none of us wanted to do it because the bits were so, like, badly named. We just, like, nobody wanted to say it. And they were like... Just say it first, and then pause two seconds, and then say the thing. Just so enough so we can go, yeah, we tried it, but it'll get exactly. cut for sure. And the sure. great thing is, is all the people involved in that are not unused to saying dumb shit, and they would not say this stuff. I mean, I don't like saying dumb shit. Most of the time, we don't get scripted, and if I get scripted and it sounds dumb, I like, I'm like, hey, this is dumb. Can I not yeah, say yeah. this? Yeah. Well, we're getting to the point, especially with NBC stuff. It's it is scripted but not in the sense of word by word. It's scripted of where the segment starts and where you have to get to. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think that it's, yeah. it's reality show scripted. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. not that you guys are in the same category, really, but I mean... No, it's like it's, tr- it's like travel doc scripted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not... It's yeah. not and it makes Our show is pretty fucking fluff. It, it is. Yeah. Like, there's not... It's not like a super... It's not hard-hitting journalism. It's I travel doc. You know what I like would put it in is, it, content-wise, I think it's similar to, like, a Bourdain or something like that, where you go in with an overall agenda, and you kind of know what the story is you want to get out. 
but from inside inside those boundaries, you just go where it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, shit just happens. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you don't, you know. I, I I think that if you if you start with an interesting premise, shit will just happen. Mm-hmm. Like you don't all cars go to heaven. Like there's no. It's like we have a map. We start here. We end here. Mm-hmm. In between, we buy some cars and maybe kill them. That's the <laughs> everything yeah. else. Well, there's happen. there's that overall theme and thesis. Uh, I think back to the premise of this conversation. If you don't have a good editor that puts that stuff together, then yeah, the show yeah, won't yeah. be good. Yeah. Despite how great the footage may look, yeah. despite how good the talent is, it goes back to you. Thank you. <laughs> getting it, putting it together. But that's the funny thing is that you know everybody that lives in Los Angeles or everybody that's tangentially involved in this industry knows that editors basically make or break pretty much every pro- yeah. project. They're unsung heroes. They right. really are. But th- it's funny when you talk to other people like they have no you know when you talk to people that don't have any involvement in this they don't get just how crucial that mm-hmm. is. A lot of the reason Louis stuff works so well he is because he edits it himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's when when I read that Louis C.K. edited his own sitcom. I was like, there's no reason I can't edit something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He and I started editing too. And now I, I have well, don't have time there are multiple types of editors. He's probably block editing, getting the cadence right. No, right? I think he edits no, the whole show. No, he edits show. the whole thing. He edits really? the entire yeah. show. He'll, he's on his finishing laptop. that as well. He's not finishing that as well. He's probably sending the finishing. I mean, Adam, he's not doing color That's on what I'm it, saying. But, yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. he edits yeah. the whole show. Got it. He's okay. just, yeah. yeah, he's just down with his MacBook. He, I, I, I read somewhere that he learned to edit before he had, like, like a long, long time ago he learned to edit. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important, too, as a host, that you know how to edit so you know how you can make the editor's life easier, which could be yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you're you. I've learned over the past few years, I see you editing yourself in your head before you say something. Oh, yeah. It's it's something you, as... When as I do in-car, I'm doing the edit, too. I have to, like, p- do pickups and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. I yeah, think yeah. It's, it'd be very interesting. I actually think people would find this fascinating to see a one-take from an NBC show. Oh, so yeah. So you see how, like, at the very end of it, I'm making you do lines that have nothing to do with yeah, where you yeah, are right yeah. at that very moment. Actually, put Feel it all free together. to use the footage. Maybe I can <laughs> still do it in one take. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's funny, but I you usually <laughs> do. Even on the NBC show, I murdered the AMG. You did a very, AMG bit. You did a very good job. And how's that look? That footage. Texas. Texas. We're we're at 35 minutes, so we have to cut it down uh, substantially. God, cable man is rough, man. That's why you got to get an hour show. Got to get an hour show. Go to HBO. Our show could be an hour. Easy. Yeah. HBO does it great because they they actually allow for certain shows to go if they need the show to go past the. The, the hour mark. Yeah, they'll, they'll give them minutes and don't buy them minutes there. and yeah, then take yeah. it, take away from promos later on. So yeah, well, I mean that's the future of everything, though. I mean, with everything moving online, I mean, that's how it's going to be. That's just simply how it's going to be. The problem is cable's the, still tough. Well, <laughs> well the yeah. problem is the audience training the audience to get into that mindset because yeah. we're so used to linear programming, the ability to go sit on your couch on your fat ass and turn on a channel. And you're just given content. My fat ass misses that a little bit. I know, I know. I don't have cable TV. But so I can't even watch but you NBC know what? Harrison, Sports. But do you ever watch cable? No. Okay. There's our answer right there. Everybody that's below our age yeah. is used to Netflix and Hulu and all that shit. Just I takes a long time to steer the ship. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's but TV still has all the money. Well, it's for now. TV is going to still exist for live broadcasts like sports. Yeah. yeah, sports mm-hmm. is sports is going to be. Uh, It'll basically exist on sports and news. Yeah, sports and mm-hmm. news, and that's why news is getting a lot more money now. Um, but then Which is also why it's getting ruined at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I don't trust the fucking news. You trust the news? Uh, only specific. Things. I trust fucking John Oliver way more than I trust the news. Yeah, I, and he's a true. comedian, John Oliver. Because well, because also he has no ads. HBO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so the the. Ethics like why people trust t- trust Top Gear. Well, it's the <laughs> the <laughs> ethics the ethics are far greater on on HBO than it would be on CNN. Uh, I suppose they can be less. Yeah, you know, see, like I'll watch, no, uh, I'll watch like Al Jazeera news and like BBC news. I'll watch just because 
they're foreign and they don't have quite the same influences as, as a company that operates entirely within the United States. Correct. Or even yeah. CNN's not as bad. They, I mean, they skew certain things. Well, certain programs. They'll stay, stay on a, cr- a plane crash story for six months. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll do shitty content, but not necessarily wholly inaccurate content. Y- you know, where uh, in terms of news media, I look at NPR, I look at BBC, I look at places that yeah. are not funded. They're not. They're the primary source of funding does not come from the advertisers. It comes from the people that they are supporting. Yeah. Right. So BBC, everyone in the UK gets taxed on it. That's why Top Gear, despite what I think we know in certain regards, it is much more, much more fair than I think uh, certain media outlets here are in the United States. Oh yeah, I would say so. I mean, you know, at the point of, I think I don't think any specific like writer, like car writer, is like that. But well, some are. Some are biased. I think you you find a lot of it in the. In the you know the higher up levels yeah. of maybe we shouldn't say that and kind of yeah stuff. yeah yeah yeah, but I look at like Dan Neal, Dan yeah. like uh-huh. you look at I just read a what was it the Honda Sierra whatever the new crossover Honda is the Honda we don't care yeah yeah the <laughs> one that was sitting in front of me for like a week and I didn't touch it <laughs> that one but he t- his article on it was awesome because it, it was usually is because he actually connected it to the you know how is this car so cheap how are they pulling this off and it goes back to the supply chain and how the companies are managing production in places like Mexico. It's like a fascinating story. But yeah. that's also afforded by the magazine he writes for, is that he can do that. They're cool with him going and doing all that research and not just cranking out fluff after fluff after yes. fluff. Yes. You know. The yes. Pulitzer <laughs> tends to get you some freedoms. It, it does. It does. <laughs> just make Fucking you a plaque and say you have them. Or just wear they al- <laughs> hey, man, they, they always drop it in the byline. <laughs> well, that and the other thing, I think that when you look at something like a journal, I mean, it's their readership is going to be very interested in those facets of here is the economics of the supply chain and, and so on and so on. Yep. And yeah. it's not like Jalopnik, most people wouldn't give a shit about. Plus, that. who could do 3,000 words on the Honda crossover without that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> True. But then we, it's like stories like the, what's going on with Volkswagen right now. Oh, yeah. I'm That's some nasty shit. I'm Unfortunately, we're not going to – this podcast will be slightly delayed okay. on when – so I want to talk about it because it's interesting today. Yeah. But facts may change by the time people hear this. So, so speak bear to the in facts mind. as if we because we're running yeah. the Japan show. Thank you. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for the 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 we we did a show when we got back from Japan and JF went uh uh-uh, uh no show from Japan until air date of Japan. So we're running that show <laughs> yeah on Wednesday. This show will be the week after. So okay. Volkswagen apparently cheating the EPA, uh, which let's be honest. Don't all manufacturers game oh, the EPA oh test? Yeah. Yeah, Every single one of them <laughs> Not game. to this extent. This one's bad, though. <laughs> yeah. This it's is really true German bad. style of really coming up with a clever solution. <laughs> <to> the <problem>. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of someone that came up with some solutions like this to game the system. Okay. And no. I not can't. on the scale of Volkswagen. No, this is fucking bad. This, so you want to explain it? Or do you want me you to explain go, it? You go okay, ahead. Okay, so basically they've, they've, they know how you know, there's a standard set of tests that the EPA or any, any country will go through to assure that the vehicle is producing the emissions that it is claimed that they are selling, right? It is yes. generally on rollers, X miles per hour for this period, and that's how they get CO2 levels and, and crap. Exactly. And so they do it yeah. while plugged into the ODB port. So a, a, a smart manufacturer can actually see, okay, these are the parameters in which they test. The car is smart enough to know 
when such a test is being run, and it will switch on different emissions. It basically, yeah. it's remapping its its ECU. Doesn't just does it remap the ECU or just crank urea into the exhaust? There is no urea on those ones. Oh, that's this true. was the that's whole thing. That's, that's true. Yeah, right, you're right. Yeah. No urea. This was the whole thing with Volkswagen is that they made the they big claim to do it without. We it. can do it with all these without all the extra complexities. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you know that was their story, and there's a reason that everybody else is doing urea ejection and particulate collectors and all this other stuff that. Because it has to be done. Right. <laughs> yeah, this, this actually ha this happens a lot, um, actually, in racing. I heard stories. I'm not going to list the series. I'm not going to list the team. But um, a section body can plug into a, a race car and make sure that the ECU is to the spec standards. Uh -huh. right? There's several series like that, actually. So, yeah. so teams would make sure that when something got plugged into when the that, external port was used, it, it would run a different... It yeah, would run yeah, a different yeah. Just well so happens they had that two. That one ports. is so obvious that you can't even believe someone didn't think of it. Well, it's a cat and mouse game. Yeah. They eventually caught it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. how many races did they get away with? It? I know. You know it's, it's very easy. You look at the resistance on a couple of the leads <laughs> going into the port <laughs> and you change your map right yeah. there. So so Volkswagen, they're getting fined thirty six thousand dollars per car sold. It, and it's like a half a million cars? Uh so it, I don't know how many cars, but if we do the math, it's, like 18, it's a billion yeah. dollars, eighteen billion right, dollar yeah. fine. Right? It's like every four-cylinder diesel Volkswagen and Audi ever, well, ever and Audi. sold, right? And the other interesting thing yeah. that I saw is I read an article on it this morning where it's basically they're in a situation where they have no political pull to bargain on this either because they're largely an external entity to the United States. They're based in Tennessee, which has absolutely no bargaining chips government-wise with the, with the EPA. So they're completely fucked top uh, to bottom. Volkswagen, well no, Volkswagen is based out of out of Virginia. So are they? Yeah, they 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 have they have lobbyists. Okay, sorry, I keep hitting. I thought they were Tennessee. No, no, that's that's Nissan. So but either okay. way, they're talking about like criminal charges at this point. Well, this so is this, this then raised the the question with what GM just got fined nine hundred million dollars for one hundred thirty four deaths and injuries associated yeah. with not recalling uh, a bad part, right? Right. So. I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that there's a $36,000 fine per car that equates to $18 billion, which, yes, is polluting the world a little bit worse than we thought it was, yet GM is getting fined $900 million for killing people. Is it, though, a th uh, like negligence versus conspiracy to you know, commit that a fraud. Willingness yeah. versus idiocy. Right. That's a very valid point, and we all know As that. A, at a certain point, someone at GM said, no, 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 don't, don't spend the money yeah. and did the math. Yeah. But is that like a conspiracy to, like, it's not like GM's yeah. was saying, uh, you know, our ignition switches are the best, most efficient ignition <laughs> switches. Understood. Understood. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, My yeah. mom drives an Audi that says clean diesel on the back of the car. Yeah, well, yeah, and I yeah. think the other, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. other thing know. being is that when we look at it from the GM standpoint, somebody didn't make that decision knowing it was going to kill people. Somebody made that decision going, this is going to be cheaper early on. Right, Whereas right. Volkswagen knowingly from the beginning knew this is going to be against and, the law. And, and I think we'll specify it. We all know that right now Volkswagen is going through an internal investigation that is out to hang someone at this point. Yeah. There, there, this was not, I suspect that this was not a decision. I'm going to put it like this. So it has something to do with Johan jumping ship? No, no, no. This is way before Johan. This is on the, the R&D side. What I suspect is happening right now is a situation where the board of directors or someone within the Volkswagen group said, we must meet these standards and this is your, this is your price point. You have to do it at. Right? Yeah. That trickled down By to... By any means necessary. Well, that's yeah. maybe, but that's set down to uh, a, a group of engineers, you know, several engineers with some, some very smart people who 
got to the point of not wanting to go back up the food chain and saying this is not possible at the price point you're saying. We have a solution. We can get there, but it's not necessarily right, whether the people at the top knew this or not. Yeah. Um, it could be a situation where, you know, in true German form, you know, they want to be the best. They're going to get achieve the goals. They're going to find there. some middle management head of blo diesel engineering yeah. guy that's like, you know, the assistant <laughs> vice president of diesel engineering for Volkswagen, and they'll fucking hang and and, I, and it's sad because he was doing his job, and ultimately, you know, there's a lot of pressure put on these organizations to perform, and these individuals don't want to lose their job. But at a certain, uh, at a certain, someone's got, someone's got to know. Someone up top's got to know. Somebody That's up top the question. They got to know. But the interesting thing is, is, when you work for a really big company, it's not necessarily even the people that are at fault don't necessarily know they're at fault because each guy could have worked on a very small piece of this that made this happen. But some, you got to think, but someone would be like, hey, why don't our cars need this blue shit? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else's cars need the blue shit. Yeah, Some, you know what I mean? Huh? Mm. Didn't they? And I guess the the test that found this, they were trying to sh show. They were actually not investigating it. They were trying to show that no, they they do work, and yeah. they, it kind of backfired. Yeah, the whole thing. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm wondering with the fallout of this though, are our regulations regarding fuel economy? In the testing is uh, the testing of particulate matter and so forth. Are they going to get a lot better? Because, as we said when we started this, all the manufacturers are bullshitting the system. Well, they all, they all and they all self-report. Yeah, it's all <laughs> self-reporting. They don't. There's no like independent testing that is mandated. They just report their own shit. And yeah, they do have some cross checks, but I think the, the 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 checks and balance, the system of checks and balance is a little bit. Uh, it's not balanced. It's more in the hands of the manufacturers because. They're the smartest people. Well, in the, they in the all room. tune to be at 60 miles an hour. They all tune to be the very low RPM. Yeah, you know, it's it's the exact reason why GM stuff has skip shift, yeah. so that you're not using second and third gear in the testing. Yep. You know, in the testing. The only situation. the only thing that worries me is if you end up down like a rabbit hole, like where, like now, you know, everyone's everything's got a twin turbo motor in it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where like, in testing, yeah, the in the that zero throttle bullshit testing. Mm -hmm. The turbo motors are so much more efficient and so much. And meanwhile, if you actually put your foot into it, okay. there's very little difference. Air, there's, there's almost no difference. Air plus fuel is air plus fuel. Doesn't matter if it's yeah. in a six-liter motor or if it's in a three-liter motor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I, I work, and and you end up with a car that's in general less reliable, just because it's more complex. It always takes X amount of X amount of fuel to make X amount of horsepower. You're never going to change that equation mm. because there is a finite amount of power in fossil fuel. Well, it comes down to weight. I think so they have mm. to go back to the theory of reducing the mass of these vehicles so they, they make it more efficient. On the we can't have 4,500-pound sedans rolling around in 6,000-pound pickup trucks and meet these, meet yeah. these emission yeah. standards. Well, we're going to get to the point where things have to change more on the material front. So. Yeah, yeah. I3. I drove the I3. Yeah. That felt like the future. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. It was so fucking cool. I want to cool. drive one in the snow. I hear they're amazing. Oh, I the bet snow. they're incredible in the snow. <laughs> but it was, in, even in the canyons, it was yeah. great fun. Really? really yeah, really, really good cool. fun. Um, but speaking of reducing weight, I drove this Resvani Beast thing. I saw you a picture of it. Yeah. Hold on. We're going to uh, pause for a second. I got some weird feedback loop coming in. Really? All right. Fuck so that. Speaking of weight, is there meeting? All right. We're back. Cool. Uh, sorry about that. <coughs> Speaking of uh, lightweight, I drove this uh, Resvani Beast thing, uh, which is, you may have seen it, they, they did a big PR push for it, it was on a lot of the major sites, um, I, uh, well, okay, let's start at the beginning, 
It's an aerial atom, essentially, uh, but they have put carbon fiber bodywork on it. And Chris mentioned that it, it uh, earlier when he saw the picture of it that it looks like an Aston Martin Lamborghini that influence. That was the first thing, yeah. The first thing you said, their designer, whose name I can't remember, is from for working at both Aston Martin and Lamborghini. In fact, it looks like there's a lot of, like, Lamborghini concept car. It looks, it looks a little Lamborghini concept car. Is this yeah. the car I saw in one of those rap videos? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Right. They made a TMZ was all up in this. Yeah. Chris Brown bought the first one. It looks like yeah. it looks like a Lamborghini Roadster. Kind of, uh, yeah. Perfect okay. car for Chris Brown. No <laughs> roof. Women can just jump out of it at any speed. <laughs> generally, generally, really thrown out. From. Yeah, <laughs> generally kind of shaky and shitty. Yeah. So the car, it's it's 150 grand. The one I drove. Okay. It's based on an aerial atom chassis and powertrain. It's got a, this one has a 300 horsepower, um, the supercharged Honda motor, the K24, right. and it's an atom, right? Except bodywork weighs 300 pounds. Um. It, it's cool looking, but it does add weight. And then they widened it. It's not carbon, then. It body. is carbon. And they got it to be 300 pounds? The full, the the full body. And, yeah. and it has, it has like, more, more, sh it, there's more shit on it. Just yeah. There's more stuff. Okay, they widened it? Widened well. it 10 inches. 10 inches wider than an Atom. Okay? And so I the front tires, rather than being 205s like an Atom, are 235s or possibly 245s. And they have also put this carbon fiber steering wheel on it that is 15% smaller than the Atom's wheel. Now remember, the Atom has no power steering. And the Atom mm -hmm. really needed to steer quicker. Yeah, the Atom, if you've ever driven one, you do not. The first <laughs> thing you say when you got that is not, man, I wish this thing had quicker steering. Yeah. So yeah. what they've done is really reduced the lever arm while increasing the, the, the tire width, possibly the grip. I'm not sure, but what happens is... It's got steering like a fucking Formula One car, which sounds like a good idea until you actually drive it. It's, it's not fun. No, it's yeah. scary. Yeah. It's really, really scary. And I'm guessing um, they probably they probably uh, towed out on the on the alignment too. I don't know what it was, but I've driven an Atom, and I can tell you it was a lot worse. Well, from I mean, just watching that two seconds of footage, I mean, you, by the time you were doing forty. It was shaking back and forth across the road. And Usually, this is the kind of thing you see from a car that has like 305s at the front, like yeah, the D28. Mm -hmm. So it trims bit. bad, huh? But it, it, but this is a car where it's millimeters of yeah. steering input change mm -hmm. the direction of the car, and it's you're even to go straight. Your arms are like locked, like you, you're engaging muscles mm -hmm. to go straight to maintain. It's just like so. Contrast that with the Draken thing mm -hmm. that I just <laughs> drove, which is sort of the same idea: very light engine in the middle. Mm -hmm cool looking bodywork but it has like a normal steering rack in it which I've never been so happy about mm -hmm. you know and like so the 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 Resvani thing like he's you know he says he wants the most pure driving experience of it they all kind of say the same thing and okay all right got it um but it like it's kind of scary like it kind of it felt like it wanted to be dead is the interior m the same as an atom or do they um how do they work that they, it's an atom interior but they there's like leather the on seats the look inside nicer. the seats are molded carbon fiber okay. which are pretty mm -hmm. cool um the dad they made like a dashboard i mean it, they made a dashboard with like one of the you know a kenwood like car play was the deal. windscreen was that plexi no the windscreen was was real glass okay huh. um that's so that's probably a third of the price of the thing the windscreens are like 600 bucks 
Okay, yeah. so driving around L.A. Uh, in an environment where people see these types of cars, how did you feel people? So were they I drove it on Ortega it? Highway. Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. which is a, which is a canyon road, but it's a really busy canyon road. It's not I don't it's not my preferred location, but they build these things in Santa Ana, so I wanted to meet them like halfway somewhere. Understood. So mm -hmm. I drove it and I, on the on the canyon, and it was scary on the canyon, and I, I frankly didn't find it pleasant. Um, and you'll see it in the video if you if the video uh, yeah the video will be up it's in the one takes playlist you'll see it I, I really don't enjoy myself does but it other than the front end darting about does it feel like it's gonna does it feel like it's gonna just spin out or it just you can't really it, it just feels kind of sketchy it just doesn't some cars have a lot of capability and you know there's cars like that, that want you to push harder it's more rewarding and this one is sort of like oh I don't even want to but find out where the limit is on this. How thing. many cars have I built? Three. 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 Okay. Yeah. I drove right. number two. Did so you tell him your rack everything is way I, too fast? Everything I I'm saying right now, I've told this guy to yeah. his face. He's not going to have any surprises. Got it. Okay. Um, but how, so big, how big of a company? Four people. Okay. I mean, it's small. Um, so uh, there, the interior is low volume air quotes interior mm -hmm. it's right. it's a basic covering of atom stuff there they still use the atom gauges that say aerial on them which are not my favorite yeah for that kind of money um there is an interior it has a stereo it has some leather it has carbon fiber like it, it exists there's no doors mm -hmm. um you climb out and over it um <laughs> and it sounds like a fucking honda and price I mean, tag 150 grand so for $150,000, would you recommend that to someone for their fifth car? Mm, no. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. There's better fifth cars. Yeah. I love, I love the fact that we're having a conversation right now. You and me, cars. the fifth car. <laughs> yeah, no, there are better fifth cars um, than this. It, it sounds I, like... I don't know. If you could, could you spend one hundred fifty grand and listen to a Honda engine? No. Even if it is supercharged? No. Like, uh, like an LS3 is not an exotic engine unless your basis of comparison is a Honda K20. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think for, for that category, you're looking much cheaper at a $60,000 Morgan 3. Yeah. You know? or, or, I mean, the Draken was awesome. Not all right, there you go. The Draken was it great. Sounds like, it you sounds like they wheel. just took an aerial and made it worse. Why not just get the aerial? They kind of, they kind of did, except they, all, they made it cool looking. It does look cool. I'll give them mm -hmm. cool looking. Yeah. Good design. Was a, Rizvani was a very nice guy. He's very passionate. Like, I can see where his head is at. Like, he wants to build a lightweight sports car that isn't as exposed as an Atom. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. We're getting uh, so specific here, though. And I can, I can say it because I don't know this guy, but that just feels like you're getting to the point of why, don't, why not just sell the kit to current aerial owners? Maybe. You could do, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, you could. But I, I think that they definitely have to work on their s the steering rack and, and make it less sketchy because it's not, like, it's, it's fucking scary. Yeah. It drove oh. like that. It drove like that Praga thing. Oh know, yeah, 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 like yeah. That on a on a track, like all right. Yeah. But on the street, like you don't want a Formula One car steering rack on the street. Trust me. I'm yeah. sure it's probably gonna be very similar commentary, but Jeff just drove it too. Yeah. So I'll have to ask him when we go to record. Who knows? He I he yeah. drove it. I think in like around Irvine. Yeah. At, whereas I demanded canyons. Mm -hmm. And he but did, that's gonna so be an interesting take too because I bet you. I mean, it's still gonna be sketchy. I think he he liked it a little more than I did. Yeah. I texted him about it. I didn't. I haven't gotten to watch his video yet. There's a video on Hoodiverse from Jeff. That's a nice, like, pretty produced video. Mine is ghetto. So over the past two weeks, three weeks, you've driven that. What else have you driven? What has shocked you the most over the past few weeks? Something new you've driven? 
Um, the Draken was amazing. Okay. I mean, it really was properly fucking incredible, and just it. it I was in a lot of pain driving it because it, getting in and out of something that it was like 95 degrees out. Who makes it? Sector 111. Sector makes 111. It. Based on a Palatov D2 chassis. Cool. Remember that thing Leo drove? Yeah, back in the day? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. based on that, but that thing was ugly. Yeah, that was. And a this piece is of pretty. They okay. has new bodywork made by this aerospace company. Cool. Um, it's fiberglass now, but it's going to be in carbon. Okay. And it's got an LS3 right in the middle. Cool. Fully inboard suspension. Um, the steering rack is great, and it rides beautifully. Cool. And it's like the the fantasy of a formula car on the street without a one lot seater? of the headache. Two-seater? Two-seater, okay. Yeah. If you were at the HRE warehouse, it was the one down by the CNC machines inside the That's warehouse. That's a very specific. Yeah, there's well, a lot. You know. there, we had a lot of listeners there, but yeah, yeah there, the video uh, will be for uh, tune. As an editor, what do you think of this car? It looks cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> really cool. It looks cool. It sounds good in the drive-bys. It does. It, it does. behaved itself. Okay. It sounds like an LS3 with what a short exhaust. What else did I drive? I just drove a Fiat 500 Abarth that was like super modified. Okay. That was a lot more fun than I remember that car did being. Did it still yeah. steal, steer like a, you were driving a school the bus? Steer, yeah, the, the wheel angle is I actually strange. like I that. Like it. I think it's cool for that car. It was really the yeah, steering? Yeah, I think that you just want to have that awkward He's got experience. the electric yeah, one. Yeah, it's upright and... It's got that kind of clown car body roll yeah. that is even every every freeway on ramp down here just is hilarious <laughs> because you're sliding yeah, all over the place yeah. and well what's funny with yours though is that you get the lowest possible center of gravity on yeah, yours. Yeah. Yeah. Back back the yeah. <laughs> this one Probably this one is hilarious. The one I drove was like super it had a bigger turbo on it, it had like all this fucking stuff. It was really mm -hmm. neat. Uh, the guy, the owner was cool. He was like an audio engineer. We're actually, huh. when we get our new place and have him do the studio, I'm going to have him come in and help set it up. He's like 30 <laughs> cool. year career. Very cool. He works on movies, which is great. Very but, cool. um, so this one didn't have a sunroof, which is a big difference if you're tall. Okay. The press yeah. car had a sunroof, and my head would fucking rail it because it takes like two inches of head. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. right. If you're over like 5'10, do not get a sunroof in a Fiat 500. Cool. Um, what else did I drive that was good? Just the body roll too. I'm not having that one. Oh, we had the ATSV. Yeah. I had the automatic cool. sedan. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did we talk about it on the show? We did, right? Not really. I mean, you you just gotten it. It's like it's okay. It, it the chassis is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. The, the steering is so good. The turn in is so good. Do you feel like you would have had a better experience if you'd had the manual for the week? Probably. Yeah. Although Mr. Harris's experience with it was it was not stellar in Texas. Just, yeah, in Texas. Yeah, it was overheating. It overheated a, a bunch. Yeah. Um, I didn't drive it in that high of a heat, so I didn't have. Well, that we actually issue. sent that information to GM, and they're they're looking into it. Well, they're, they're saying that it that's very rare. So the I mean, it was hot. It was. Like it was fucking hot out. It was 100 degrees every day. Yeah, but when when we think about where these cars get hot weather tested, you think, you think right? that that's that was not that bad. I, I have a hard time believing mm -hmm. that there's n there should be no properly running brand new car at this point being no. driven on the street in America. At that's this, like at this point, no, because we know what needs to be tested. We know yeah. these environments. But it was way down on power. <coughs> and when we think about where Cadillac is trying to get emerging markets like the Middle East, yeah. right? Middle Eastern cars get, you know, they have to engineer those cars for 120 degrees day after day for yeah. six months of the year. So how is 100 degrees in humidity in Texas? How's I that thought company? it was weird. I thought it was hot, but not that hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was it was strange. 
Because that car's got a nice frontal area. It's exactly. Got a nice big radiator. Exactly. It's not like it's a vet with a tiny little mouth. Something you know? weird, or just a, the I don't know. It's I didn't. Well, ha- I didn't have that issue in the sedan. It's strange too, because like the new cars that they've been designing, they do have heat extraction out of the hood. They are running it through a tunnel like you would on on a race car per se. Yeah. But it's still. I mean, Harris drives. He's a heavy foot. That guy. Yeah. Yes, he I mean, is. There's, yeah. there's, if they, no, there's probably very few GM engineers that will drive. Was that, that a modified vehicle or was no. that stock? Stock. Oh, okay. sure. Well, I have to ask when you're in Tennessee or in Texas and you're by Tennessee. John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> His oh, no. in-car, by the way, Chris's in-car, when he speaks of that Q, oh, is, is it brutal. The best. It's, it's, it's the it's best. It's the worst awful. system I've ever used. I mean, <laughs> you awful. can't believe that somebody. Yeah. I wanted to pitch a segment. I'm for a TV show, but it would be a funny web series too, called The Boardroom. Yeah. Where you think of all the no, really yeah. terrible decisions that have been made, yeah. and you reenact the boardroom scene when it's a, where that's approved. <laughs> let's, co- let's come up with an example right now. <laughs> What's a perfect example of that? Q. Q. No. <laughs> so it's too obvious. Uh, too obvious. Um, too obvious. Something that we have. Okay. How about still don't how understand. about Audi signing with that technolo- technology supplier for those cables for ten years? Oh, who was that? The <laughs> MMI. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, that, that's the one that eliminated the USB, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Hans? You're, you're Wintercorn. You're Wintercorn okay, right okay, now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll be Hans, whoever okay. Hans is. All right. Tell me about your new technology. It is uh, not USB, but that is not the future. We see that the USB is only universal for two years. Okay, okay. So... How uh, this 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 com- this comes from one supplier, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, what is the minimum? You know, technology it moves very fast. So what is the minimum length of time we can sign this deal we for? We suspect that ten years is the best gamble for this. This is where at, at there's very little technology that will change in the next ten years. We've, we've, we've <laughs> that it seems out. like a that seems like a long time. How can we be so sure? Well, I mean, look at things. I mean, how mo- how much smaller and how much can your phone change? It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same. What about, you know, this cable it looks like it works for the iPhone 4? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Will it work for the iPhone 5? What if, wait, what if... Have you spoken to any uh, vendors of this kind? <laughs> have, you, have you done any due diligence with companies like Apple or, or uh, Google about no, or no, Samsung? No, no. And from what we've seen, wireless is completely unreliable. We're going to be going wired from now on. <laughs> and, and this cable, this cable here in my hand, it's only six inches long. This is just a sample, right? The real cable will be longer, right? Yes. Well, see, here's the thing: is you no, do not want your not. device. <laughs> not longer. Your device inches. should not be visible. It should be in the glove box at all times. But what if I want to charge my phone while sitting in a parking lot and looking at it? You shall charge it before you get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and you should know better. You should not be sitting in a car and it's worth driving. Okay, approved. <laughs> God, that, I, I, how did that decision get made? That was a, that was a bad one. And the Someone just tweeted me a picture, though, a good news for Volkswagen. I mean, amongst the scandal, yeah. the new Golf does have a USB port. Really? For the first time <laughs> ever, someone tweeted me this morning. Huh. I am not even kidding about that. And um, you know what the, the real sad thing is? I'm, I'm sure there were people who did not buy Volkswagens and Audis because of that. I'm not going to buy a Cadillac because of Q. Yeah. I wouldn't even... I'm Something you, so simple. I wouldn't even make it to the test drive. Like, you could take a talk... It, it completely undermines the good job that the chassis guys yeah. do on that car. I wouldn't even make it to the test drive. I'd go, let me play around with this for a minute and then walk out and go to the fucking BMW. There's, yeah. a, there's a very simple solution to all of this. Everybody go backwards in time 15 years ago, get those old head units you were using, add Bluetooth to them, 
AirPlay and Android Auto, and you're done. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We want knobs on HVAC. You need a basic radio and nothing else. You know what's I'm crazy is that car, like, you know, now you can get an, a drop-in, like, double DIN with CarPlay. Yeah. Like, if you, like, are cars with, with DIN slots, like, going up in value now? Like, imagine shopping for a used car. Good Would point. Would you rather buy a car with a DIN slot? Or a car that has a built-in... Like the like old BMW oh like navigation. I would yeah. kill for a DIN slot in my Fiesta. Right? Ford Sync is the most miserable piece of shit. See, I don't think it's that... I don't think Good. Sync is bad. All right, so I, like I think Sync. Audi does have it because they're, Audi they're, great. they're steering controls. Yeah. You can the do wheels, everything from the... Yeah, wheels, exactly, that's genius. The ability to never have to take... Well, the, the fact you never have to take your hands off the wheel... And Street View is fun. Yeah. Audi's got Street View. Yeah. So, like, when you pull, plug in a destination, you see it. it shows you what, like, your last turn looks like on Street View. There are things cool. I like about the current Lexus system, too. I hate parts of the UI, but I like the heads-up right on the dash in front of you. The screen being up there? Yeah. yeah. As opposed to what? As opposed to being mm. in the center, being in the in the console. Having oh, 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 I like yeah. having it right on the gauges. It's so very nice. So getting to all of this, you know who I think is going to do very well in the next five years? Volvo. Oh, I yeah. Think did you drive the yeah. XC90 yeah. yet? Uh, it's uh, sick, uh, isn't it? Not only that, their, their, their interiors and their infotainment yeah. systems are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. They did, they're doing what Audi did ten years ago with their interiors. They Volvo's look like they did like, like McLaren's system, but like way better. And it works. Yeah, yeah. It works <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Volvo's um. never gotten their due credit for interiors. They're always built like a tank. Yeah. And their their quality I mean, they haven't gone after the luxury market so much, but the quality of how they've been built has been phenomenal for as long as I've been in Volvo. I the think I think they're gonna be this they're gonna they they're gonna turn they're gonna turn we're gonna turn a corner one day where we're gonna be like, Where the fuck did Volvo come from? Yeah. They have great product across the board. I bet their average selling price is probably almost fifty K right now. Well the X C ninety I drove was sixty six. Yeah. The problem is getting their demographic down, which is gonna come down to marketing. And I think they'll sell a ton of X C nineties. Not to not to men. younger audiences. They need they uh, need they need to get the younger well, it's too you know what's funny yeah. younger is uh, when we were at uh, when we were doing Dad's birthday on Saturday uh, your friends from Playa there. Um, oh, Ralph. Ralph, his girlfriend was with him, was all about getting a new Volvo. Oh yeah, she's really into Volvos. Yeah, absolutely. Check out Ralph Guerra's uh, stand-up comedy. Although she's from Maine, so she's endlessly practical too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Volvo. The I tried to get my mom to go look at the XC90, and she goes, "Matt, my last Volvo was a Lemon." I said that was in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 740 GL. So yeah. I asked the question: What does Volvo need to do right now to get themselves? Uh, more market share. They need to build a, the C30 again, but like, Good. nice. Like yeah. Do it I well. also think that they well they got to up their marketing department, but they also need something more sporting in there so that they shed the conservative image. Yeah. Well, they, they bought they Polestar. Polestar. Well, the Polestar is great. I think that's a huge step in the right direction. But the Polestar cars don't really look all that. Well, here's the reason I think that Polestar in the past was held back because Volvo. They were outside of Volvo, yeah. and Volvo wouldn't let Polestar in enough to, uh, to, I to think, influence. I think that both of them had unique engineering that neither really wanted to share to their mm -hmm. fullest. The acquisition of Polestar means that they can start from the bottom up with a Polestar car in mind. Yeah. Polestar's cars all were cool because, for the most part, they used shit from other Volvos mm -hmm. because <laughs> they always wanted to show that they could do this with, like, Mm -hmm. Supply chain already intact and stuff like that. Yep. But that crazy S60 used all stuff from the old XC90 to make all that horsepower. It was neat. They need to make a. They need to come back with a 
They need a coupe. Hatch, a coupe. No, no a they need a coupe. They need yeah. a coupe again. They don't need and the not that, that T5 that was awful. The C70, when it came out, was badass. Yeah, I remember they, that. They, it, they dragged it on for yeah. four years too many. What was, what was the one that was in the Saint? C70. That was the C70. Yeah, it was cool. yeah I thought that was a great-looking car. design, it was yeah. great. Beautiful, yeah. sleek-looking car. Yeah. And I think what they could do now with their style treatment to a modern-day version yeah, of that, sweet. priced around 50 60 It's like I see RS5s everywhere. I, I saw yeah. a great one yesterday on rims. <laughs> it was all these rims that were like big, just dishes. But you could tell they weighed like thirty. How insane is it that like five years ago, no one knew what an RS4 was? Yeah. No one knew what an R, what RS was. Yeah. Ten years ago, with the RS, the original B5 RS4, no one gave a fuck oh, about yeah. that. And now you look at RS5s and RS7s everywhere. Saudis and Audis, bro. <laughs> Bro. But to be fair, I like the RS5. It's just down on par compared to its competitors. Yeah, it's uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Motor, motor makes a great noise. RS7 is the insane. RS7 is great. Yeah, that car is fucking bad. That car, <laughs> that car was the drag racing champion in Texas. It was uh, we had a we had a rough time keeping up with, even with Spinelli driving. <laughs> a rough time keeping up with that thing at the drag. And strip. I'm, I'm guessing that's probably just a couple of little ECU tunes away from being a lot more. Yeah, I think APR's got yeah, yeah. 700 horsepower out of it. So speed. Oh, oh, there was a thread I was going with this with. RS7, RS5, I don't know. I'll shut We're talking about up. ATSVs, but that's for the no. CTSV, can we talk about that yet? Oh, Saudis. Oh, yeah. I was going to speak about the LaFerrari. Oh, the yeah. Qatari guy? Ha- has that yeah. been on a podcast discussion no, yet? I don't believe no, we so. didn't, we didn't, we no. didn't bother I with it. I think the no. only person that ever talked about it was Carlos. I was the only minute. person on earth. I was like, why is anyone surprised? This is what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this isn't new. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think it was just Crazy based on... Crazy guy ripping through Beverly Hills and LaFerrari. Like, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's because it was on camera and it was LaFerrari. Yeah. And it yeah, wasn't yeah. just on one camera. Multiple people got it because they were in that big Did Jason Thorgelson shoot that? I don't know where he is. I I saw him at Pebble Beach recently. He, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, guy was whipping. Then he peaced out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, it was a GT3 RS with them, too. Right? No, just GT3. Was the GT3, GT3. But, yeah, I mean, it can't be that hard to track him down. Yellow <laughs> off Ferrari and Beverly Hills with a guitar plate. I still want to know is how he managed to fry an engine just ripping up and down Beverly Hills. I think that was just a bone pose, and that's just stupid driving. I, I think, yeah, I don't think he really blew his motor. I think, I think he did Normal Ferrari broken. casualty items. Well, no, just no. you I mean, abuse anything. It's a machine. If you, I mean, maybe he was trying to do brake stands or something, and it and could have been clutch. Like that. We learned that the uh, Mercedes AMG GTS does not like brake stands very much. Dual clutch gearbox gets very unhappy when you try and do brake stands. That doesn't surprise me. Likes drifting a lot, mm-hmm. not brake stands. Yeah. Ha- Harris and I had a nice tandem drift that unfortunately was not caught on camera. Yeah, because you got to tell us. Hey, on radio. Hey guys. <laughs> I think that's a car that you're going to have to call up Rentec and go, hey, can you get one of these? Yeah, oh, Rentec will have a nice, they'll have a good one. They'll have a 900 horsepower. Hartmut is, does not fuck around down there. Rentec is the shit. Well, he was a former AMG guy, right? He was the guy, he was basically the only guy, like, he was all of AMG North America for like 10 years. Yeah. Like, he has hand-assembled hammers here, which is pretty neat. That's cool. All the U.S. spec hammers were assembled. What'd in they do, him. send him a car and then send him a motor? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were fucking, dude, all, all those early AMG cars were disassembled and then reassembled. It was, they were fucking great. Get that guy right. in Japan had the sick one, though. Yeah, yeah. I, that was the shit. That's going to be... That guy's collection. Yeah. Was, it was delicious. It was very delicious. I saw the picture. I don't know how the cars didn't all fucking melt. It was about 135 <laughs> degrees in that place. <laughs> you, couldn't, you can't believe how hot one room can be. <laughs> Japan is so fucking hot. It's... Oh, fucking it hot. was bad. I like the strategic movement of my hot comment 
to the end of the film. Yes. So <laughs> there was in the original edit of the Japan. It's film. pretty bad. It's fucking great. It was that was so that was bad producing on my behalf. The first cut of the Japan film, which made me laugh very hard. One was that Spinelli in a voiceover did the uh, Japanese adventure, and, oh and no. it was in the voiceover. And I go, <laughs> I'm watching the cut with Thaddeus on on like my home theater. And I, go, I just go, oh, that can't stay. <laughs> and then, and then a lo- another one, he's talking about the atomic bomb and that it was a million degrees. Cut to me in the next scene, going like tugging my shirt, going. No one told me it'd be a million degrees here. It was like the next fucking scene. <laughs> that was a bad edit. <laughs> it was really brutal. It wasn't intentional. I'll put oh, it on that time? note. We gotta take a break. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, that was fucking funny though. We're live. Okay, we got new sponsor this week. Harrys.com. Harry Shavers, started by two guys who were passionate about creating a better shaving experience. They said they're gonna send me some products. Haven't arrived yet. I cannot wait. Since I send them to you because I wouldn't get much use of them. I use a lot. I go through a lot of razor blades. I use every time I shave my face and head, I get two shaves out of a razor blade. That is, this done. is the perfect sponsor for you. I know. You are. I am the perfect spokesperson for Harry's razors. Uh, for listeners to this show, Harry's is giving five dollars off your first purchase of a starter set with coupon code Tire. After you enter the code Tire at checkout, you can get Harry's starter set for just ten bucks. A month worth of shaving for just ten bucks. I spend about thirty-five a month on shaving right now. It's annoying. A month <laughs> worth of shaving. It comes with a razor, three of Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades, and a bottle of shaving cream. Stripped, shipped straight to your door for free. Say goodbye to choosing between expensive brands or cheap disposables, and say hello to Harry's high-quality blades at a price you'll love. Go to Harry's.com right now. Enter code Tire at checkout to get five dollars off your first purchase. Get a month worth of shaving for just ten bucks with code tire at checkout. That's Harry's.com. Code tire. Forza Motorsport Six. It's here. It's live. It is for sale for download. You gotta get it. They just sent us. We gotta thank Forza because they sent us the special edition Forza Xbox uh, with in 4GT livery yep. with custom controllers in 4GT livery. They're fucking sick. I believe you can buy those controllers too, but yeah, yeah no, they're, they're not. Limited they're, edition, they're limited though. edition. They yeah. uh, Justin put custom in the letter, yeah. but I, I think they're not custom in terms of we're the only people getting them. But they're painted like the four G. They're a little they're different edition. than the regular Xbox controllers. Too. They've got grips on the back. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, mine hasn't even come out of the box yet because I've been using our our wheel. Yeah. Uh, but Forza Six is ridiculous. Experience unrelenting action in the most beautiful and comprehensive racing game of this generation, and recently named this year's. Best racing game at Gamescom. It is stunning realism in 1080p, 60 frames per second. The night racing, the wet racing is mental. That is really. I like saw the footage. It's, it's so dude, good. You have you have to try it. I'm here. gonna. Yeah, yeah you gotta try it here. It's it's hard. It's really hard. Okay. It's right. like driving in the it's, wet. It's crazy how accurate they got hydroplaning in that game. Really. It feels right. Yeah. I cannot wait it's to try really, it. It's, it's really cool. really cool. Collect and race over 450 Forza Vista cars. Featuring working doors, cockpits, damage, and customization. 26 world-famous locales, including 10 newly captured tracks. I'm stoked because both Circuit of the Americas and Lime Rock. Ooh. Uh, Lime Rock is great because I'm going there in two weeks to drive the 350. Oh, cool. So I'm, I'm uh, re- reacquainting myself with Lime Very Rock. Very cool. That's where I learned to drive. It's great. Um, let's see. New Forza Race Leagues and online spectating combined to give everyone the thrill 
of the competitive multiplayer racing. There's 24 cars in a race now. It's awesome. Uh, Forza Motorsport 6 is available exclusively for Xbox One, available at leading online retailers and electronic stores nationwide. Visit ForzaMotorsport.net for details and friend us at TST Racing. You may see us online. For a while there when we had the review copies and there was like 100 people in the world playing, I was in the top five on all the leaderboards. Yeah. <laughs> and now the general public has it. I'm like, oh, I'm 15,000 now. Have okay. you been to Turn 10? It, Seattle? No. It's very cool. I heard it's super cool. Yeah. Just I have an open invite. I just haven't been to It's Seattle. amazing yeah. to see how many car guys are in within oh, four yeah, walls yeah. up there. Like and they're all and the parking lot is awesome. You'll see every one of them is they a car all, they all drive the, something uh, cool. Dan posted up some pictures from launch day of the parking lot and it was just like, Oh wow, yeah, these guys all have really good taste. Yeah. That's awesome. How about Wheel Wells, the automotive social network you've been waiting for from Italian exotics to American muscle and rock crawlers. Wheel Wells is the place to connect with others who share your adrenaline fueled addiction. Create a profile for your ride and share photo specs and keep track of all your modifications. Find friends, join clubs, and connect with fellow gearheads. Want to do a one-take with me? Make a Wheelwell profile for your car. It Seriously, it takes like 10 minutes, and that's if you really are thorough about it. Uh, list your mods, post some pictures, and send that over to me either through Wheelwell uh, or on our Facebook page, The Smoking Tire, and you can be selected for a one-take. Uh, T-shirt of the Month Club. New T-shirts going up every month. And now I had this software uh, fixed. It, before, you couldn't buy the back shirts that we've already sent out. Now you can. You can buy it. You want to see a shirt before you buy it. You don't want to blindly sign up for a club. I understand that. Our shirts are now for sale. TheSmokingTire.com. You can buy them uh, just like you'd order any other T-shirt. The material is really good. They're very soft. The quality of the printing I have not cheaped out on. They're not cheap shirts. They're sweet. Um, and, of course, Drive on NBC Sports. What are uh, the air times for Japan? Well, this is airing after Japan. That's true. Will it be repeated on NBC, though? It will be repeated throughout, um, uh, especially also around the Japanese Grand Prix. Uh, the one after that uh, will be, oh, man, October 22nd is the Texas episode. The Texas night. Yes. And, of course, Tuned returns to Drive uh, Plus for a nine-episode series on October 6th. 6th. Yes. October 6th. So we've got good shit. Let's see. I drove a Model T. It was period modified. I drove an Alpha 8C uh, Monza. That's en that was Enzo Ferrari's last car at Alfa Romeo. I drove uh, the Draken, of course. We did uh, an Eclipse, a DSM. We did. Uh, we got a couple Audis, B5 Audis. There's mm -hmm. there's some good stuff in there. We've got. Uh, it's going to be a good. Ah, uh, you have a B5 S4. That's right. A pair, a pair of B5s, an Avant and a sedan. Awesome. Yeah. And thoughts? We're shooting tomorrow. Oh, okay. We tried to shoot it, uh, and one car broke. Yeah, and well, that's typical for B5 S4. <laughs> and the other car's tow vehicle broke. Oh. And so we had a wasted day. Secretly one of my favorite cars. They're awesome. They no, no, awesome. the one that I drove for five minutes before it broke was driving great. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Man, that's the one. It's like I, I'm a big fan of the RS4, the B5 RS4. Yeah, I've never car, driven one. Yeah. I've never driven one, and that's oh, one no. thing I'm, I'm worried it's like, don't drive your hero. Yeah, don't drive yeah. your hero. I'm worried that if I drive it, I'm going to hate it. But well, our friend Bill, who does, who's doing some of our, he did our social media for a bit, and now he's doing our analytics for YouTube. He's, he's, he remade our playlists and stuff to be more organized. He almost bought that RS6 conversion that was on Bring a Trailer. Yeah. And apparently it presented really well in pictures, but not so much up close. Mm. And then he was looking at RS4 converted B5 also. Ooh. There, there's um, like two. There's like two federalized 
sixty five RS fours, legal RS fours yeah, in the Paul country. Paul Walker had one of them imported. Apparently, it cost him like two hundred and seventy five thousand. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Absurd. And then there's yeah. also a snowboarder somewhere up in Washington State that has Paul one. Also had the uh, the RS six. He had an RS six as well. Yeah, yeah, that cost him just as much. I really like I really like the RS four with the V eight. The 4.2. Yeah, oh that yeah, that was a cool car. I they're really cool. Like you can buy those. They're around. They're around, they're but their motors go, tend to pop. Yeah, eighty thousand uh, yeah. is about the end of the road for one of those. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to finish it off, of course, uh, Dylan Optics, the official eyewear of the Smoking Tire. Those cool glasses you always see me wearing. Get them at thesmokingtire.com. Just click on that Dylan banner, and we'll send you a free T-shirt for your trouble. And lastly, our social media. Follow us everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube slash The Smoking Tire. And, of course, uh, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes, uh, leave a comment or a rating to keep us high in the podcast. And they've been doing well with that. We have almost 700 reviews. Oh, do we? Good. Go to iTunes. Review our show. It's not too many podcasts. Tell us to go fuck ourselves. doesn't matter. If there's a comment there, (laughs) up it goes. I'm amazed by your notebook. Do you have a moleskin? Is that moleskin? Yeah. You you have had that book for quite some time. I got this book on the Range Rover 2013 <laughs> launch, which is my first few pages of notes in this book, and I have kept it. This is about to, that's two and a half years worth of lists and things. That's all that is. That is awesome. I'm very committed to this book. It's good. I, I, I have, like that. I've sort of collected a few from various press launches. I have like five of them in my drawer. I have like you know decades worth of of notebooks. My girlfriend does a thing where she, every night for the last 10 years, writes in this big, thick, it's like a sketchbook, like, you know, kind of an inch and a half thick. Mm-hmm. Just what she did that day. Oh, cool. No thoughts, not a diary, just like, you know, went to gym, dinner with Matt, whatever. Really? And she's done it for 10 years, and her birthday was recently, or our, I'm sorry, her anniversary was recently, and she got to the last page in her book, and I got her a new book uh-huh. that is like... It's the it's like crazy leather that's stitched together like Frankenstein skin. Cool. It looks like a pirate's fucking you know, very ship's cool. log or something. It's really neat. Very cool. But I'm very committed to the analog nature of this. This is a fantastic you topic hear, for look, a car show. My voiceover for Texas is written in here too. <laughs> ah. Yeah. No, I, I write everything. That's very cool. Yeah. Jeff, to be fair, we're only kind of half of a car show. No, I understand that. I'm. Well, I like Moleskin notebooks. Moleskin notebooks are the shit. <laughs> that should I've be a new sponsor. This one, <laughs> this one does have some duct tape holding it together at the spine. But, you know, it gets... It gets Actually, that was a secret uh, product sponsorship right there. That yeah, Moleskin <laughs> sneaking that one in. Um, in terms of... Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Focus RS, pricing yeah. announced. How much? Uh, it starts at 35.5. Cool. I have placed my order. Yes. And what did yours come up to? My order, I got the nitrous blue okay. color. Cool. Which is a beautiful color. We saw it. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it looked it's great. Really good. Um, it's not quite Ford GT color. It's a no, little no it's not the show car color. Yeah. That was like a $20,000 paint job for that yeah. show car. Um, so nitrous blue with the black optional 19 inch forged wheels. You can get. I th- they told us at the launch that if you got the upgraded wheels, you had to take the cup tires. Yep. Not the case. I got the upgraded wheels with standard Super Pilot Super Sport tires. Where are they being built? Germany. They are. Yeah. They are Germany. designed yeah. and built in Germany. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I got the RS2 package, which is Think Three heated seats and full leather. Yeah. And that is all. That is a thing that I'm getting involved in right now. Is trying to get Think Three into the Fiesta. Uh, you think it's gonna, is there a full-on software retrofit? I don't it's know not a software update. It's going to be actually swapping out some gear in it. Really? Yeah. Uh, 
but I'll be damned if I'm not going to make that thing happen. Will they just sell you SYNC 3? How do you get the hardware? I think I'm going to need a VIN from a car, that, from a new Fiesta that has SYNC 3, and then order a replacement one. Okay. No <laughs> fucking way. Yeah. That's I mean, Chris would do that. That's Chris, a lot of Chris work is, for that. No, he's the kind of guy who would do shit like that, though. Man. Yeah. It's all he put new headlights in his car, like LED headlights. Huh. He does. He does all. He does. Oh yeah, the Fiesta's gone full retard. That's yeah, that's your, that's your black one outside, right? Yeah, his cool. Fiesta's got mods. Yeah, it's uh, full retard. Yeah, it's yeah. got full retard. It's, it's yeah. got everything. Um, so forty-one grand is was the was the RS. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's an expensive Focus. It is. I'm gonna yeah. lease it. Yeah. So it's not gonna be that expensive, but like, it's gonna be sick. And what did you drive today? I bought Chris's scooter. <laughs> <laughs> so my girlfriend, who will, who will go nuts when I, I'm like, I, I say something like, I'm carless. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got, I've got a bunch of cars, but none of them are really suitable for everyday use. Yes. And so until the Focus comes in, the, you know, the Lexus is always in the shop or on being, or being lo- on loan. Regular yeah. car reviews is taking it for a week. Cool. So, and then the Mustang is going back to the shop tomorrow to fix the header. And then, you know, whatever. The sh- so I... Chris sold me his scooter. And it's a Yamaha Zuma 125. So I rode it the last yesterday and today. Yeah. Um, Do you feel safe riding that around that way? Yeah. Okay. It's great. Okay. It's so fun. It's it, not. It's not slow. It's, it's not slow. The Vespa 150 is faster. Well, yeah. Um, that's a lot more expensive. But yeah. I mean, I used to get it up to between 55 and 60, pretty much everywhere. No, I've, I've seen yeah. 50 on it so really? far. Yeah, I've seen. It's good. See, I want to get one of those scooters and just. Take it around the world. Take it apart, oh, yeah. put it in you a bunch could. of containers, ship it to Europe, you put it together could. in a hotel room, and then go drive it around have Europe. Have you seen and the, uh, the cool the, – the Koreans have this new one going around where the company's actually got battery packs in, like, all different stores. So it's got lithium battery packs, and no gas, and you just, like – it's five bucks for the pack to swap it out. And it's just – you've got juice everywhere, and it's super torquey. Really? It's a really nice little scooter. Huh. They're selling them apparently by the fucking boatload. I wouldn't go around the world on no, <laughs> I want to. I want to. That's one thing I want to do. I, I want to. I filled this up with gas. It took 0.9 gallons. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it, it's got kind of like sort of semi knobby off road tires, kind of. Yeah, on people it. do actually take those like camping and shit on trails. Yeah, I think we might have to take it on some trails at some point. Why don't we do that? <laughs> for scooters, a tra- a scooter, a scooter, scooter camping. Sounds great. Yeah, I love it. And we have so to put all our gear on a yeah, scooter. I ordered the little cargo box for the back, oh. and like. It handles potholes and shit like great. Yeah, that's it's it is a little beefed up, so you can actually take the thing. It's not. It's totally not bad. I'm it's looking forward to bike, like commuting yeah. on this thing for the next couple months. How much is that thing new? Uh, like thirty-four. What's it? What was it called? I, I, I paid Chris fifteen hundred bucks for it. I like. I like my odds. Yeah. Man, this thing sounds like such a cool idea. It's great. They're cheap. And the best part is this scooter will always be fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, I like the lights on well. the front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice, right? It's Legit. Sort of slightly beefy. That's cool. How much does does, does the thing weigh? Just out of curiosity. Light. It can't be more. Maybe than like two fifty, three hundred, maybe. Maybe because I can pick the thing up and move it if need be. Yeah, I moved it. I moved it by picking it up in my garage. Hmm. It's cool. I'm I've, I've been really enjoying it. So if you see, a I want wh- something someone way too fat on one of those. That's see, the thing, I, I love the design of a Vespa, like an old school oh, yeah. Vespa. I think I those are cool. I know. But you pay for that. Yeah. I, I rode a Vespa around for a while, and after that decided I don't really need the image. Yeah. And so this one is, is a, there's a, like a $1,000 premium on a Vespa. And you know what I'd love to do with that? That'd be cool for like a 24-hour endurance race. Scooter endurance race? Scooter endurance Someone's race. Someone's got to yeah. do that. <laughs> 
Google you scooter racing. And if you really want, I guarantee wanna, you somebody races fucking scooters. If you really want a cheap one, they make a they make a forty nine cc version of that that you can buy all day for like four hundred bucks. But you don't want that. But if you're just dicking around for a weekend, they're so slow. Yeah, like they're you can't even put a passenger on the back. You're gonna of get thirty. Those. That's so the great slow. thing is with the with that one with the one twenty five, it's gearing limited, not power limited. So oh, so you can go the same speed with someone on the back. And I've done it. Hell yeah, scooter Lemins. Twenty-four, 24 hours, hours of Lemins scooter race. Where's that? I don't know. Uh, That's that looks great. This looks amazing. This is what we do. We enter a scooter race. Um, I think. What do you bet? Fucking like Rossi does this. <laughs> 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 like we would do it and we would just die. Oh yeah, these guys are whipping. That is awesome. You know that looks great? like so much fun. The best thing ever, though. Musto used to race bikes. Musto's yeah. very capable on a bike. Musto's also very large. Put him on a scooter. <laughs> Musto, yes. Watch him drag it. This looks so fun. This looks really fun. <laughs> Twenty-four hours scooter racing. We absolutely need to find. Where is? Where do you think this takes place? No idea. It was somewhere in America. You think because that's America? The, because they're the used to in the background. Are they American spec cars? And not only. Oh, oh that's, that's a crash. Yeah, that's America. Because look at the recycle bins used as cones. <laughs> 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 oh, his exhaust is hanging off. Oh. Oh, that's funny. You're off the team. Yeah, so we okay, yeah, he wrote in English. That's yeah, good. So <laughs> we got to find out when that is. November sixth and seventh. Oh my God! There's a Can whole Facebook. There's a whole two thousand. Look at that. Two thousand. Oh, that's a lot of scooters. Looks We're like a fucking mint four hundred uh, scooters. Australia. This one's in Australia. Oh, that's gotta be left. There's 126 people coming to the next event. Scooter. And you know the Australian one? They have no. like a beer allowance per the racer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true in Bathurst. Yeah. Bathurst, do they... they I think it's like 18 cans. Yeah, 18, something like that. But they have people going into Bathurst a month before and digging massive oh, holes. Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I read and about that. Don't they do that at Nürburgring, too? Nürburgring is just so free reign. Nürburgring, actually, there should be a, we should do a full dock on Nürburgring 24. We Didn't you do one? We did, we did a, a, shite, a shit one, but we should do a legit... A good one? Good one, because yeah, there were things we couldn't even show on YouTube because they're so foul and... Really? Like there's oh, I love Germany. It's it's pretty well. The yeah. problem is cool. That's a long way to fucking spectate. You don't have to spectate. You're you're in the woods. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a long way to go watch a race. Oh, come on. We all fly too much. I got like even. emails of people that were like insulted. I wasn't at Circuit of the Americas this past weekend. I was like, what were we going to Texas for to watch a fucking? We were race? just there. It just there. It came out. Yeah. Yeah, we were there. We got a great shot of the sign, and then we left. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 um, this is all, yeah, this is all in Australia, funny enough. All right. And they well, do it in the rain, to too. Oh, my God, it's probably great. Looks huh. so fun. Why, the, more importantly, why can't we just have one of these here? Yeah, just do it at, like, uh, Horse Adam. Thief. Horse Thief would be cool. That's <laughs> just so narrow. <laughs> <laughs> horse Thief is cool because it's so... It's I'm driving something in Horse... Oh, it's for drive, for tune. Mm. Um, uh, some crazy BMW 2002. Oh, cool. And they rented Horse Thief. Cool. Very cool. I've never driven there. It's, they use it to drift on a lot. It's right? a drift circuit and a photo circuit. So I'll drift this 2002. Yeah, yeah. All right. Not cool. much to hit there, except the water tower. Yeah, don't hit that. <laughs> oh, here's a, a funny random anecdote. I got a, someone, I had a no-show for one takes the other day. Yep. And uh, I sent him the e I, You know, he got the email because he responded to the confirmation email two days too late. And he was like, I'm ready for tomorrow. Where do I go? And he was responding for the email that I sent telling him to be somewhere 
two days before this. Uh, and his email address is uh, bongsbongsbongs420 at gmail.com. Don't give it away, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Dude. <laughs> I'm surprised he missed. Don't bother him. I mean, clearly he has a lot on his mind. Fuck. <laughs> That's really sad. But are we surprised he missed the day? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be my uh, favorite email address I've ever heard. No, what's a, there's some bad ones out there. I've, I've had some really bad ones. You know, the email addresses people have when they're like nine years old yeah. and they're now professionals and yeah, they still yeah, have the yeah. same ones. Pokemon lover. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, letters from the DMV. I got a letter today. Yeah. Uh, apparently, allegedly, the Lexus uh, seems to have rolled through a stop sign somewhere in Topanga Canyon. Yeah. I don't know where I was that day. But I was not in the Lexus. <laughs> Wait, do you get a photo of it? Uh, it's a photo ticket. Oh, shit. Which uh, I will be fighting Yeah. Uh, by can written declaration. Can you not see the person on camera? Oh, no. It's from the back. Who do you think it was? I don't know, but I can tell you one thing for sure. What? It wasn't me. Oh, got <laughs> it. Okay. Oh, uh, well, uh, somebody it. wanted to go hiking and like look in this parking lot. Yeah. And then there was the parking lot was full, so they had to leave the parking lot. Oh. And there's a stop sign on the way out of the parking lot within the park. And that person allegedly uh, ran, rolled through the stop sign in the park. In huh. fact, the letter says, by ignoring this letter and not paying, it, you will get no points on your license well, yeah, or because DMV they can't record. Prove it. But they can hit your credit, they say. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what to say about this I don't because know, but I, I assure you that is it I was it a there. video? No, no. Uh, there might be a video. Or was it a photo? A photo was no, sent. No, it's photo. They can't take that much video. A photo was well, sent. Well, I'm I'm confused by this because if it's not as if you're going to stay at that stop sign forever. I don't know. So eventually you have to roll through that stop sign. So could the camera just be malfunctioned? Maybe, maybe it's video. I don't know. Uh, I was not sent a video file. I was sent a still image. We should ask them for that. I, re I requested it in my letter, <laughs> which I said, please provide all evidence. I don't think I've ever well. run into a, a, a photo enforcement at a stop sign before. I don't, I've never seen that either. Yeah. I'm, California. I'm, knock on wood, I haven't gotten a ticket in four or five years at this point. I've got to go fight. I got, I got one the other day, allegedly, on Alleg my way to a shoot. No, I yeah. didn't allegedly. I got the ticket. Yeah. Allegedly speeding. I never get filmed during, the, during filming. I never get yeah. tickets during filming. I get tickets on the way to the shoot. Yeah. ATS. I pulled a bad one. Actually, the last one was uh, 2009 on the 101 coming south from Monterey. Uh, two minivans going very fast. Mm -hmm. And the other minivan was being driven by someone I employ. And we both got pulled over at the same time for the exact really? same ticket. So oh, I no. got I had to pay for the two tickets because he oh, was following no. me. <laughs> we had one of those. Pace, everything. Uh, yeah. Matt and I had one of those a couple of years ago. We both got pulled over exactly the same time. Oh, the yeah. Time. Driving while loud. Corvettes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. He definitely did not get us on radar and alleged he did. Mr. Yeah. Ticket handled mine. I And I handled mine by basically going, pushing it back, pushing it back. And he didn't show up because... Thought he didn't have evidence. Yeah. yeah. You know? Have you guys ever gotten pulled over twice in one day? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, so. that's shitty. Yeah, that's it. No, I got pulled over twice within 15 minutes from <laughs> each other. Two different cops. Zach got pulled over twice within an hour in the Cadillac ELR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was, that, I felt kind of bad on that one. Because Not that smug was when enough. Zach wasn't exactly uh, basking in cash flow. At yeah, the time. no, he was yeah. hurting. It was, that was a bad one for Zach. Um, I should probably, we're going to have to get wrap up here in a few oh, minutes. Oh, because you got to get your computer. Yeah. Uh, Fucking. But I should, in the meantime, uh, Logitech has nice stuff to send out their new oh, quarter yeah. wheel, the G920, 
which is really not. It's nice. Is it's that out there? No. No, no. That's, that, that's the Thrustmaster. Thrustmaster. They've sent um, us that last year, though. Thank you. So, Dave, this one's actually. Uh, it's kind of like. Do you remember the one you had on the on the PlayStation before? That was Fan Attack. Fanatic. Fan was it? Yeah. I think that was a Logitech. No, it was Fan Attack. Okay. Well, anyway. I spent a lot of money on that wheel. Oh well. Anyway, this one is all. It's all aluminum and leather, so it's actually. Pretty beefy, yeah. and then the gear set on it is—it's strong. Are the pedals metal? Uh, yes, they are. Oh, cool! And the pedals are super. So it's actually got a clutch on it. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh And they sent me the six-speed add-on for it too. Oh, they did? Cool. Yeah. How's that work? That's really fun. I actually am better with the six-speed than I am with pedals. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm just so used. To, both my cars are manuals. I'm utter yeah. dog shit at video games. I'm way better in real drive. I'll tell you what. Putting the six-speed on there with the clutch and everything. You feel much more connected, like you're actually driving. So it actually gets to be a lot more natural feeling. Maybe, yeah. Um, I would try. I, I got to come down to your place and try it. So it's uh, the wheels get 900 degrees of rotation in it, which is amazing because if you remember the ones when we were kids, like you couldn't even get 360 out of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it, and you can configure it every which way. The cool thing is, is the brake pedal has real resistance on it, so it's actually got modulation. So, so like ABS. Ooh. Yeah, a little bit. Can you feel ABS? Yeah, you can feel it. Oh, that's awesome. And you can you stomp the you stomp the pedal and like you think you're full brake and then you I brought up you can in Forza you can show the throttle and brake percentage. Yeah. I was using like forty percent brake. You gotta stomp it hard like freaking race brake. Huh. Jeez. Yeah, it's mm. it's really cool. Cool. Uh, the only thing is now I need a stand to like hold it properly. Oh, is it on like I, your coffee table? Yeah, I got Oh yeah, that's not good. No, that doesn't you gotta work get out one of those, very well. Uh, play seats. Do we see Video games, car video games, kind of taking over for car enthusiasts into the Dude, future. The video game videos are crazy. Like videos of people playing video games are crazy to me. Yeah, so many people watch. I've, that se- I've seen people at airport, just airports, just yeah, watching I, on, on I iPads. I do watch a lot of people watching virtual racing, though. I see more like Halo and yeah. shit like that. Like those, I met that kid who's like Halo tournament. We're getting too old, like man. We're, we're so we're getting out of the ancient. we're getting out of the age of where we thought we were cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? It, to that point, though, is I think that racing games are getting to the point where they're getting damn near photorealistic, and I think that in the future, when you do have these programming leagues that are playing the racing games too, and they start recording the the, the playback, that might actually be something interesting to watch because then you are actually watching real skill kind of translated into a track. That could be interesting. I've seen, fr- I have friends who are really good at racing games, and I watch them, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, not necessarily for us, but I mean, it could be, Maybe. I could see that being more interesting than watching somebody play a video of Mario for an hour and a half. Well, I was talking to, I had a couple of friends in town, and one of them is a, you know, huge gaming nerd kind of guy, and he's, he watches that stuff all the time, and I think for him it's mostly due to the personality of the commentator, oh. and, you know, they yeah. watch it for the people. That makes so much sense. the content. It's I guess, uh, yeah, they, there's research now that says, like, you know, people find online, quote, celebrities much more relatable than, like, real celebrities. And that includes, I guess, the video game guys yeah. who do Twitch streams. It's like and the fucking PewDiePie It's obscene the amount of money he makes. Uh, yeah, he got a TV deal. He just got one. He just announced hmm. it. I don't know what his show is about, but he did get a TV I'm deal. betting it's probably not paying as much as his YouTube deal. Um, maybe, yeah, yeah. probably not. I mean, you'd have to, it'd have to be a bump, right? That's what yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he's got the fucking itch. Maybe he... He has to prove himself. Yeah, maybe he's got... Yeah. Maybe if he wants to do it, maybe they offer him dog shit like they offer the rest of us. Well, you know what? <laughs> he probably puts an hour or two into playing freaking games a day. Then if he's got a regular shot, he's double dipping. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You can, you can do both. Yeah. For sure. 
All right. Thanks, J5. Anytime. Good chilling. J5. Yeah. Are you uh, you're going to Rensport, right? Yes, I'll be at Rensport. Johnny but that's, Five. That's Johnny Five. Do you have a rental minivan or something you're driving? Uh, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Well, up there, I'm going to have a Ford Explorer. Ooh. But it's going to be cool. I know this show airs afterwards, but uh, Rensport is one of the coolest events out there. Well, you're, make, you're doing some video for it, right? Yeah. What are you shooting for? Uh, we already shot a 917 with Pat Long at Willow. We're going to oh, do cool. some stuff with Weber and the new 911. And then a bunch of other videos I don't, I'm not really sure about yet. All right. But for Drive? Uh, for Drive and for Porsche. All right, there yeah. it is. Drive. Drive Plus. Tune's coming back. October 6th. Yep. Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's, uh, it's easy. You just need a microphone and a computer and an internet connection. And a personality. At the office. Yeah, you can't be dull. That's, you, that's <laughs> the start. It's well, the start. I mean, we, you can be. Nobody will listen. But Chris right? can't really help you with that. Yeah. yeah. If you're dull and want to talk at the air, okay. I'm imagining with a few thousand shows on there, there's a few that are not up to the <laughs> yeah. quality standards. But that's okay. Yeah. Every community needs it. Uh, all right. See you guys later. Bye. Peace. Cool. <laughs>